All right, everybody, thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest in future time today, Dave Sanders. Dave, I, I gotta have to cheers you on this one. Cheers. Thanks so much. Yes, it's an honor to have you. Absolutely. And thank you so much for this delicious bourbon. You know that You're we welcome. can uh, wet our palates as we go through and get to know this man deeper as a, as a man, as a as a professional. Dave, I'm super excited uh, for everybody out there, really, just to dive into uh, these questions. If you sure. right. absolutely. So uh, I guess let's just start with the first one. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself. So uh, retired Air Force uh, guy, did satellite operations for my last few assignments, and then uh, decided to try and do something different. So went out and took a, took a couple other jobs first, and people had kind of told me, hey, when you get out of the military, you're going to want to try and do some things and maybe see what else is out there, and eventually you'll find your, your passion. Mm -hmm. And so I did kind of that thing, went out, took a Fortune 500 job, uh, did that for about a year, decided that wasn't really for me. Uh, and then I decided, what do I want to do? Folks had kind of said, hey, you should be a realtor. And I, I'd never really thought about it. And uh, so I just decided, you know what? Let's let's try this. Let's see what happens. Let's give it a year. Hmm. And if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, <laughs> I'll go find something else to do. So. Oh, I love that. And, and obviously, you know, with your background and everything, going in with the Air Force and, you know, serving and, and everything, I know that's, that's a huge part of your life and has been, Dave. But, um, you know, walking through the process, what was it like, when you got out and really getting into real estate and then from that point what was your career path to where you are to today because you've you've made some amazing waves in the community and utmost level of respect and, and reputation here so i just want to give everybody a little bit more info sure on that sure so uh you know it's scary right i mean going into real estate is is super scary you go from this career where you know they told you what to do and when to do it and how to do it for the most part and you know, we're, you know, all these kind of things. And then all of a sudden you're going from the steady paycheck and this thing that you've done for 20 plus years to this whole new scary thing where you don't know when you're gonna get paid, right? right? right. You don't know how it's gonna turn out. You don't have those set hours that you used to have and, and those kind of things. And so it's, it's, it's scary yet it's exciting at the same time, right? Wow. And, and really one of the things about real estate that kind of drew me to it was it's one of those things where it's scalable. Right. Well said. And so, you know, you can you can be an individual agent, you can be a small team, you can be a medium team, you can be this huge team, mm -hmm. right? And every every one of those models, there's people who are successful using them. Sure. And so when I started out, I was uh, I was very lucky. Started at a real small firm here in town. Had a good friend Mike Morris who kind of guided me okay. uh, when I first started out. And you know, I'm super thankful for him because. Without him, you know, when you're starting out as a sole practitioner, so to speak, right, you don't really know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. and, and you don't really have that support that you're used to having when you're in the military or a corporate job or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, everything is scary. And it's wow. exciting. Sure. And so I was real lucky in that when I had questions and stuff, I had some folks early on who, who helped me out and answered my questions and, and kind of got me started on the right path. Love it. Uh, Mike Morris is one of those guys. Uh, Tom Lazaro over at South State Alliance. Uh, yeah, was shout my out broker to Tom. At the hey, time. Tom. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> We're drinking bourbon in honor of you, my friend. That's right. That's right. Um, so, you know, I had those kind of people early on in my career. And so started out with something kind of small. And then after the first year, things went, you know, pretty well. Mm -hmm. And I kind of started thinking about what I wanted to do in the future. 
And one of the things I, I thought I would want to do at some point is start a team. Mm -hmm. Didn't know if that was going to be two years down the road, three years down the road. Wow. And as luck would have it, it happened at about the 15-month point. Okay. Um, started getting busier, so uh, ended up starting a team with a friend. Mm -hmm. uh, we did that for about a year and then uh, chose to go, you know, different directions and kind of follow our passions. Sure. And so, um, you know, I moved over to Remax Real Estate Group. Hmm. Uh, can't thank Brian and Dave enough. It's wow. been a great experience. I've been there about three and a half years. Can't think of anywhere else I'd rather be. Love it. Uh, great support there. Great people, people who push you. And so one of the things that I learned is, uh, you know, like we talk about, scalable. Yeah. And Remax Real Estate Group has some great people. Some great competitors. Yes. Uh, some Fr friendly competitors. Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And again, friendly friendly competitors, outsized uh, personalities over there. It, it just was a really good fit for me. And so that's that's kind of what got me got me there and got me moving. I love that, Dave. And that gives everybody a little bit deeper window. And I, I know through just you and I knowing each other, um, you know, you've been in such, you know, amazing pivotal roles and, and managing, you know, so many people and, and, and different, you know, projects and things that are going on along those lines. So to me, it makes sense of what you've done with your real estate career thus far and, and growing and scaling. And I think that it's a really, really great thing. He is a wealth of knowledge, everybody. So um, I'm going to throw you under the bus, Dave, but reach out to this man. He is he's amazing. He's incredible what he does. And, and he's, he really is a giver when it comes to that. I've, I've had many conversations with this man about life and, and growth and things like that. So um, amazing stuff, Dave. And I want to go into a, a deeper portion into, obviously, the next question. What really drives you? What really motivates you and gets you excited every day to do sure. what you do to the level you do it at? So uh, I think the big thing here, Greg, honestly, <clears throat> when I was when I was still in the military, my wife would travel. Mm -hmm. Invariably, sometime during our vacation, so we would go look at houses. Okay. Uh, we just go look at new builds, right? Because we wanted to see what was out there. Yeah. And so it, it's just been one of those things that always kind of interested me. Uh, and then you know, making the break from the military, people have kind of two choices: you kind of stick with what you know and, and you do that, or you try something new. And in this case, I knew I could always go back and do what I had. I loved what I did, but I wanted to do something different and mm -hmm. see, right, and test myself, so to speak. Sure. And so I think part of that is, is you know, you want to go out there and do something new, and you want to really go, hey, can I make this work? Can mm -hmm. I can I do this on my own, right? Yeah. And so you know, it just was one of the things that drives me is, you know, I I say I'm I'm competitive, right? Yeah. But at the same time, you know, I try and I try and maintain a little bit of balance. Uh, with that competitiveness and with kind of doing those kind of things and that's why I say real estate is really good for that because you can blow up right. and you can be this enormous team start your own brokerage do these kind of things you can be that solo guy or you can be a gal guy or gal or you can just kind of do something in between and for me it's it's uh, I saw an opportunity where you can kind of set your own hours mm -hmm. and uh, don't don't misconstrue that. Uh, I work a lot harder as a realtor uh, than I ever did in the military. Wow, um, big statement. And, and, and I didn't think I didn't think that would be the reality of it, right? Sure. But if you want to be successful, you you have to have you know you have to have that that drive. Mm -hmm. You have to have the discipline to go. Okay, I don't really want to get up today. Right. I don't want to go do this. But guess what? I got people counting on me, and, and I need to make that happen. Hmm. You know, part of that focus is the people counting on me, or my wife Eileen, my son Zachary, right? The rest of my family, yeah. the folks on my team. I don't want to let Brian and Dave down, sure. right? And so there's a lot of people who are out there, uh, you know. And then you want to you want to compete to some extent, right? Mm -hmm. And so part of that is you know, hey, let's let's see how I measure up against some of the best people in town. Love it. Right? And and how, how do they succeed and how do I succeed? And the thing about that too is you can succeed 
tons of different ways. Mm-hmm. Lots of realtors dress up. Sure. Right? I'm not that guy. I choose to kind of be a little more casual right. on that. But that's the beauty of this this profession, right? Is you can do whatever you want to do the way you want to do it. As long as people know that you have their best interests at heart and that you care about them and not just the commission, right? Yeah. You're going you're gonna to be able to succeed. And, and I, I tell people all the time, do the right thing because it's the right thing. Hmm. And everything else takes care of itself, right? And so, you know, I think to go back to what drives and what, yeah. what makes that happen... You know, it's those kind of things, right? I, I love people. I love that interaction. And so for me to be able to go out and A, see houses, which sure. is cool, right? Yeah. And, and hang out with people and meet new people. And you get people from all walks of life, right? I've sold houses to people coming in from Korea who never bought a house before. Mm. First time they saw it was the night before. Talk about pressure. Wow. Right? Talk about some <laughs> just, pressure. Just a right? little bit. Yeah. Coming from Korea, yeah. never bought a house before. And then they see it the night before. Luckily, they liked it. Wow. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, what drives me is just, just wanting to do the best I can uh, for myself, for my family, obviously for the people. Uh, you know, I want people to look and go, hey, he works over there at Remax, and those are great people, right? They're, they're professional people. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's part of making sure that Dave and Brian and everybody else stay looking good as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's, I, that's I, kind of it. To me, that, that really wraps up so much of, of who you are and for everybody out there just to have a window into Dave. And, and I love the fact that you... You're extremely professional and knowledgeable. You care. And you said it earlier. It's not just about the commission. It's about the people. And to me, the relationships and everything that you've forged, it's beautiful. You're talking about your family, your extended family as far as your office, sure. and then your clients, yeah. which are another extension of your family. And yeah. I think that that really, that is the biggest why that you can have. Right. Uh, and, and it's a testament to, obviously, what you've done thus far and will continue to do with your career, Dave, which is you know a big reason why this man's on the show. I just absolutely love it. Um, going into it. And I think there's a lot of great advice and nuggets if you just listen to what he said. There's tons of usable uh, information just right there. But we're going to go a little deeper on that side here with this next question. So um, this is the advisory portion of this particular series. And this is a crowd pleaser out there. Anybody who's watching or listening, they want to know what the Titans have done or are continually doing to grow and scale. Uh, so I look at it this way is if you could look back at your career thus far and pick or choose one or two things that you added to your business that took it from one level to the next. Sure. What's that look like for you, Dave? Okay. So, so for me, there's a, there's a couple of things, uh, that, that make that happen. One is surrounding yourself with good people. Wow. Okay. So it's, it's, uh, and I know Greg, you don't need, you know, this any, any more than you already have, but but the reality (laughs) of this is, you know, one of the first things, uh, that happened to me as I was introduced to you. And you helped me set up a lot of social media and do some of those things. And I don't know if you remember this, but the first day we sat down and we talked about real estate and you pulled up the Google front page and yeah. you said, here's Google's front page. You're not on it. <laughs> and, and to make things even more interesting, the guy who was on Google front page was the teacher up at Columbine right. who was killed during the Columbine shootings. Right. And so now I have the same name as a guy an hour away, sure. right, who's been in the news for 20 years, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a, that's a tough road sure. because, you know, you, you have to try and figure out how you do that. Mm-hmm. I, I attribute a lot of that, and I'm about half of page one now, and I attribute that to Greg, right, oh, because okay. I've done nothing since we set it up oh, other okay. than just let it drip like it did, okay? Oh, yeah, um, I appreciate that. I've been super lucky in that uh, early on a friend of mine introduced me to a lender. Mm-hmm. Vaughn Latrell, who's sure. been on the Titans, right? Yes, fellow Titan. Titan. Hey, Vaughn, so, if you're watching. Hey, Vaughn. Um, <laughs> he's, he's, he's out in Washington this week. His son's playing football. Oh, so, cool. uh, But, you know, 
you you get those good people. I'm lucky enough to have uh, you know a closer. Yes. Who who's always on vacation. She knows what I'm talking about, <laughs> and I got a poker because she knows it's coming. Oh, come uh, on. But but you know I got I've got a great closer who takes care of me and takes care of my clients, right? Sure. And so it's surrounding yourself with good people. My team mm-hmm. got great people. Uh, you know, one of the things about that is uh, you know, shortly after I started that team, my my dad passed away, and you know that was tough, right? Yeah. And I was lucky enough because I had a good team and I had a good support system back here. I was able to spend a month in Minnesota, wow. taking care of my mom getting everything set up and you know I couldn't have done that in any other job right no one's just gonna let you take a month off no and I couldn't have done it and and still maintained the revenue mm-hmm. coming in without the support of my team wow. so you know it's those kind of things that make you really thankful those are the things that drive you those are the things that, that take you to the next level right knowing that people trust you and you know I, 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 I joke around with folks all the time when we're out and I say hey look you know this is real estate it's serious business you're buying the most expensive thing you're probably ever going to buy. Mm-hmm. It ought to be a little scary. Yeah. Right. And sure. if it's not scary, I'm worried about you because you should be scared because I'm scared. <laughs> right. That's um, reality right there. But you know, it also means you can't have, you know, you can have fun while you're doing that. Sure. And, and so, you know, I think that's one of the things too is, is just being relaxed about things, mm-hmm. kind of being yourself about things, not being pushy. No one likes to go to a store or a car dealer or wherever and get, get pushed. Right. So it's, adapt to your clients right mm-hmm. and, and make those things so that they're very comfortable with the process and then let the process happen naturally I've had people who said hey I'm gonna do this in three months sure and they bought a house the first day I showed them houses mm-hmm. I've had people who said I'm buying a house today and it was three months right wow. so so just let it happen don't push it don't force it mm-hmm. and, and you'll build those kind of relationships I love that, and there, there's so much, um, you know, when it comes down to that, and first and foremost, you know, talking about the people and surround yourself with, with greatness. I mean, Dave, you've, you've done such a wonderful job at doing that, and I'm a firm believer that light attracts light, and, you sure. know, that what you put out is what you receive, and going back to your professionalism, it's there through the roof, but you also are a really personable, warm, funny guy, and anybody who knows this man, it's the truth, and I absolutely love spending time that way, and I think that it's a good blend. I'm mainly just warm because of the lights. Yeah, that's it, that's true, there's a lot of LEDs going on here, but but when it comes down to it, Dave, I, I think that something that you really said about really guiding through the process, sure. I, I want to tackle that a little bit with your professionalism on setting proper expectations. Sure. So how, how do you, you know, formulate that out with your clients and, you know, cause you're so good at that. So I, I think the big thing is, uh, you know, I know, I know a lot of realtors who, when they're meeting with clients say, Hey, if I'm not in and out of there in 15 minutes, you know, I did something wrong. Sure. Uh, I'm the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. I, I literally end up usually spending an hour or two with a new client uh, at the very beginning, whether they're selling their house or buying their house. And I have this this graphic and it's a circle. And basically what I do is I walk them through from the start of it, which is where you're meeting a real estate professional mm-hmm. or me. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. So, you know, so, I'd rather meet Dave. <laughs> so, you know, you're, you're meeting that professional and, you know, where does it go from there? And then it basically I walk them all the way through from that first meeting and, you know, talking to professionals about this to the 45 to 60 days or whatever, depending on the time frame, mm-hmm. where you're closing on a house, whether you're selling or buying it. And, and it educates them, right? Mm-hmm. And so you know, hey, if you're buying, you talk to a professional realtor, mm-hmm. figure out if you're gonna work with them. You know, my advice, interview several. Make well sure, said. right? M- make sure the person you're working with, you know, like, and trust, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, the second part of that is, you know, then you gotta get pre-qualified. Mm-hmm. If you don't get pre-qualified in our market, 
right? And you go and send in an offer, people are probably just going to toss it to the side because there's going to be three other pre-qualified buyers. Right. You know, and then it's searching for houses. And I think one of the, the biggest things we can do as realtors, really listen to your people mm -hmm. and listen to what they're telling you because, you know, if you're not listening and you're just sending them a bunch of random houses, you're not really helping them, right? Anyone yeah. can do that. They can go on all these websites that we realtors never talk about, right? <laughs> and Shh, we don't say yeah, this. Exactly. <laughs> don't say the C word. Yeah, uh, right. You know, but they can go out there and they can look at they can look at those and do the same thing if you're not focusing your search on what it is that they want. Mm -hmm. And so I spend a lot of time when I'm doing that, uh, digging into that. Okay. And the big thing is with Mr. and Mrs., right, mm -hmm. is they usually agree on about 95 to 98% of that. It's sure. focusing on what you don't agree on. Wow, What's a okay. want versus a need? right when you say four bedrooms do you mean four bedrooms or do you mean three bedrooms in an office because your intention is to use one of those bedrooms as an office okay. right it's digging into those kind of things um and That's brilliant yeah you know and, and and so i think if you do that and and people realize you're listening and you have their best interests at heart right you're going to have that connection hmm. right and then make it fun too right yeah it's serious it's real estate mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean it can't be fun along the way you know, uh, yeah, today I'm dressed like this, but a lot of times when I when I first meet a client and I've never met him before, sure, you know, I'll dress a little nicer. And if it's 98 degrees in the summer, I'll look at him and I'll say, hey, Greg, here's the deal. <laughs> I see you wearing shorts and a t-shirt today. There's a reason. <laughs> Tomorrow, if you don't mind, I'm going to be in shorts and a t-shirt because it's hot and I like to be comfortable too. Love right? It. And I think, I think that kind of interaction and that kind of maybe genuine behavior mm -hmm. or whatever resonates with people. Agreed. And I think that's a big, a big part of not just my success, but I think a lot of realtors out there who do very, very well, mm -hmm. it's people really, you know, like them and trust them. And, and, and at the end, really your friends, you know, I mean, this is like, I always joke, it's kind of like dating. Yeah, right? sure. When you first meet a client, you know, you're getting to know each other and there's that awkward first date where you're, <laughs> like, you're feeling hey. each other out and those kind of things. And then, you know, you start to, you start to date and, you know, then you're going out and you stop for lunch. Who's buying lunch? I am. Right? It's my job. <laughs> it's um, me. You know, it's those kind of things. And, and you develop a relationship with, with clients just like you do with, with your significant other. Wow. And so I awesome. think that's a big part of it, right? Is you just, you, you take them and you, you do the best you can for them. And if you do that, everything else takes care of itself. You know, I, one of the things uh, for me that still resonates is my very first client literally got him the first day I had my license wow. and uh, called and said, hey, I want to see this house out in Cali, hmm. like a $100,000 house, yeah. right? And I was scared to death. I didn't know what to do, didn't know how to react. I went out, met the, met the guy, um, you know, and he ended up buying a house uh, a short time later, and we've been the best of friends since. Wow. I still go out to his kid's birthday parties. I've been invited out to other things. <laughs> Those are the kind of things, right? Like, it's yes, it's a job, it's a profession, sure. right? But it can also be friendships. And I think that's one of the things that drives me is being able to meet new friends all the time. And in the military, you had to do that, right? Okay. Now I'm choosing to do that. And wow. so I think that's part of it too, is just the, the, the interesting people you meet along the way. Yeah, I, I mean, those are true words to live by, Dave, and, yeah. and uh, huge nuggets of information everybody out there, so if you love what he's saying, like I said, reach out to him, or just pause, rewind this, listen to it over and over, hopefully you're taking really good notes, but that is all really, really wonderful, actionable items um, going through. Now, Dave, I want to shift gears on this, and this ends up being the tricky part of this particular interview, okay. and series, it's a challenge question. So, sure. I always lead into it around these lines of saying we all have challenges in our life sure. no one's exempt whether it's in the past now or into the future 
And to me, it's not so much what happens to us, it's how we respond, what we learn from it, and really can grow from that matters. Not to downplay pain or sorrow or anything that we've done with uh, personally and professionally, but sure. if you're comfortable sharing a challenge you dealt with that you overcame, what's that look like for you, Dave? You know, I, I, one of them, honestly, is is the early partnership I had okay. uh, with my real estate team. Sure. And, you know, it was it was figuring out, you know, hey, Am I happy in this? Is it working for me? Is it not working for me? Uh, and those kind of things. And it was one of those things where it took about six months, right? Okay. And, uh, you know, I was I was working through that, trying to get my partner, maybe and I to get more on the same page. Mm-hmm. And it, it just didn't happen. Right. And, you know, so one of, the, one of the big things there is, you know, at some point, you got to put on your big boy, you know, pants and, and you, you got to say, hey, this is, this is just not working. Right. You know? And so that, that was, you know, that was not an easy thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my partner was a, was a great friend. Sure. Um, unfortunately, that's not the case anymore. Bummer. And, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, it wasn't really my choice, but, you know, it's, it's you just go on with life, right? right. And right. so, you know, the thing was, I, I just let that, I didn't let it stop me for too long, but, you know, it bothers you, right? You know, no one ever wants to say to somebody, just like we're talking about dating in a, re- a relationship, yeah. right? Hey, I want to break up with you. That's exactly what it is, right? right? It's a and, partnership that's breaking. And breaking so, up, yeah. so you know, and so that was that was one of those things where, you know, it just it didn't work, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, we we decided to go our separate ways, okay. and things kind of went from there. And uh, you know, I'm happy to say, you know, yeah, we're we're still not friends, which you know sucks for me because, yeah. like I said, the person was really a person who I liked. Sure. Um, but the reality of it is, uh, you know. She's very successful now too, mm-hmm. and I'm super happy about that. Right, and and again, that's one of the things about real estate, right? Like, you know, it doesn't have to be adversarial. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it can always be good, and there's going to be bumps in the road, right? I'm yes, going to represent sir. my client. You're going to represent your client, but you can keep that professional. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have those good relationships. Uh, you know, and you can you can work through issues, right? It's mm-hmm. not Greg, I need you to do this, and you need me to do that. It's hey, Greg, this is what I need for my clients. Here's what you need for your clients. And, and, and the big thing there is normally it ends up being a win-win, right? You, you got to yes. find that spot in between what a seller wants and what a buyer wants mm-hmm. and how do you make it a win for both, right? Right. And that's our jobs as realtors is to make sure that, you know, we're making sure it's a win for everybody, okay? Whoa. So, yeah, we yes. represent our people. We represent our people and we do it, you know, very well. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, right, you still have to maintain a relationship. Sure. It doesn't mean that I won't you know, beat you up a little bit if <laughs> it'll happen, yeah, you know, I won't, doesn't mean I won't beat you up if my clients really are, you know, stuck on something. Sure. Right. But most times as realtors, you know, we can make it, make it work out. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the, one of the biggest things is, you know, just don't make it adversarial. Sometimes I think realtors want to insert themselves mm-hmm. into a situation and that's not our job. We're to facilitate that right? well and, and work through it. So I think that's one of them. But yeah, you know, yeah. Th- this this partnership that didn't work out, you know, mm-hmm. that's probably one of those challenges. And, and luckily, it has a happy ending for both sides. Yes. We're both pretty good at what we do. Yeah. And, you know, life, life goes on. Right. So. And I love the fact that you shared that because when it comes down to it, Dave, a professional on your level and so many other people that are watching or listening to this, they understand that. Um, sometimes partnerships work out and they last and sure. sometimes they don't and it's just a part of business and yeah. um, you know to learn as much as you can and grow from that which you've done and then some um, I think is really the, the the moral of this particular story is you know it doesn't always work out and that's okay well and I think you know the second part of it is don't make it personal right don't don't make it personal whether it's a deal whether it's a relationship whatever and it's it's easy to say but I've lived it right 
And so, you know, it's, it's hard, right? There's always going to be feelings involved. Sure. Uh, but just don't make it personal, mm-hmm. you know? Lots of people have broken up and remained friends. People That's right. have gotten divorced and remained friends, right? Yeah. People have moved companies and you can still be friends. There's so many, so many clients out there mm-hmm. and so many people out there looking for homes. The odds of you ever butting heads or competing with a friend of yours is mm-hmm. pretty small. Well said. And Dave, so, thank, thanks for sharing that. It's not yeah. easy to air your stuff out in front of everybody, yeah. but there's so much learning to, uh, for that particular note. So hopefully everybody appreciates that. Um, I want to shift gears on this one and go okay. a little softer. Okay. This is actually one of my favorite questions. This is the travel back in time question. Okay. Uh, and now I, I don't want anybody to have this misconstrued as like, oh, travel back in time and change something directly to what you're doing sure. or I wouldn't you know, go through this and, and say I would never do that again. It's really just a piece of advice that you would give your younger self something that you would say hey you know look at life this way try not to overthink it you know don't let anybody judge you the way that's going on so if you could travel back in time any age range it could be a year ago it could be 20 years ago what would you say to young dave don't be afraid that's really it don't be afraid right we we learn as much from our successes as we do from our failures And, you know, I think a lot of times people are driven by that fear of the unknown or the fear of whatever. And like I said, you know, that whole, I'm going from a steady paycheck to, am I going to get paid in a month, in six months? Am I going to fail miserably? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, it's don't be afraid. And and, and that's that's in anything, right? Whether it's real estate, college, careers, sports, whatever those things are. Don't let something scare you. You know what? Go try it. You know, I don't like, I don't like certain things when I was in Japan. I went out one night with some of the Japanese nationals sure. and uh, was eating some stuff and I was chewing and I said, just don't tell me anything, right? Don't tell me what I'm eating. <laughs> I'll eat with my mind, yeah, right? If you so tell true. me. And that's so true. I didn't want to, I didn't want to pull a President Bush. Sorry, President Bush. Right? <laughs> if you're but, watching. But if you're watching, <laughs> you know, I didn't want to pull a President Bush. So I'm like, don't tell me what I'm eating. And I remember eating this, wow. this thing and, and I chewed on it for like 10 minutes and nothing happened. Uh, and uh, finally, when no one was looking... You know, I got mm-hmm. rid of it. Sure. And later I asked what it was, and it turned out it was octopus. Oh. It was like chewing one of those little rubber balls you got out of the machine as a kid. Yeah, there you go. And, and literally Brings back memories. You know? So, you know, but it's, it's don't be afraid, right? Don't let that. fear keep you from doing something that you want to do. Give it a shot, right? Mm-hmm. If you fail, you fail. But at least now you know, yeah. okay, that didn't work out. And maybe you step back and reassess and go, okay, that didn't work, but what if I try it this way? Ah. Right? Yeah. And so it's, it's don't be afraid. So like with real estate, if mm-hmm. you're afraid right now, you're not really sure what you want to do, don't be. Go get your license mm-hmm. and then go out on your own. Join a team. Do those kind of things, right? Wow. And, and And if one doesn't work out, move to the other and try it. Sure. So, I mean, I think that's a big thing is step back and go, this isn't going to scare me. It will. But, you know, work through it yeah. and make it happen. I love that. And fear can be so restricting for so many of us out there. Sure. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a tough thing to, to kind of swallow. But I think that if you look at it that way, as, as Dave's stating, um, you know, don't let those fears restrict you or hold you back from those things. And I always look at it as the, what's the worst that could happen? I mean, right. if you're really analytical and you're still fearful, tell yourself in an honest truth, what the, what is the worst thing that could happen? And most of the time, if you really look at it that way, it's not that bad. Right. Uh, you know, but it's just, I love what you're saying there. Can can I jump in for a second? Yeah. So here's one of the things I will tell you. One of my philosophies in life is no's are free. Right? And so so when when you're talking to a client, we're talking about, you know, inspection, objection, and and we're talking about different things. I'm like, eh, I don't think it's going to happen. But you know what? I'm going to ask because no's are free. Yeah. It's no different than, again, dating, Mm -hmm. right? 
there was a point in time where you were dating and you, you saw, a, a, you know, a nice looking lady or a nice looking guy yeah. and you wanted to go up and talk to him. What's the worst they can do? They can say, I'm not interested. That's it. Those are free. Yeah. Right? So, Love that. Yeah. Love that. That's huge. And, and there's, there's tons of takeaway into that. And again, not just for young Dave, but everybody else who's watching or listening, <laughs> myself included. I think that's great. You know, forget the fear, just, just fight right. through that. So, Absolutely. um, I want to go into another crowd pleaser in this particular uh, series and it's the feeding of the mind question. A lot of the viewers, subscribers of this particular series, they want to know what the Titans are doing or done to feed their mind to really expand. So I always lead into it with books you're reading or read, sure. podcasts you're listening to, influencers or coaches on social media. How right. are you feeding your mind, Dave? Okay, so I, I can tell you, Greg, this is the one where I, I probably struggled a little more when you sent me okay, yeah. questions and said, hey, Here we go. Th this, is, this, is, this is one we're going to talk about. Uh, and then I thought about it a little more, and, and realistically, here's the thing. Yeah. Feeding your mind is educating yourself, right? It's Correct. no different than when I sat down with that client and walked all the way through how we're going to buy or sell your house, mm -hmm. start to finish. So one of the big things that I encourage every realtor I know, especially the younger ones, folks on my team probably hate it sometimes because I'm constantly <laughs> sending them emails about educational opportunities, okay. whether it's going to a title company yes. or going to a class or going to PPAR, right? It's all those different things. And, and I know a lot of times people go, oh, I've been doing this a while. There's nothing new I can, mm. I can learn. Not true. Every time I go to a class, I take something away. Recently, I've been to a couple of classes we're an uh, appraiser who teaches all over the country mm -hmm. and speaks all over the country, went through and kind of talked about appraisals and how you offset things and how you do those kind of things. And, and I'll tell you, after I went and implemented those things the very first time, I was super excited because mm -hmm. I had this knowledge from this really smart guy who'd been doing this 30 years and I could sit down and, and better represent my client. And I actually, the old way I would have done a, a market analysis okay. versus the new way, it ended up bumping that value up some because some things I had maybe undervalued a little bit, mm -hmm. I realized were worth a little bit more and things, you know, like views and some of those things that we always struggle with, like what's a view? It's so subjective, right? right. Is it a dollar? Is it a hundred thousand dollars? Right? <laughs> sure. We don't know what an appraiser's gonna right. do, right? right? With that. And so so it really gave me some kind of concrete answers on some of those things that I wondered about. Uh, you know, every time I go to uh, a VA class, I learn something new. Love that. Right? Um, every time I go to a 1031 exchange class, mm -hmm. I learn something new because every presenter has a different way of getting information across mm -hmm. and they all cover different things. Sure. Right. And so it's, it's those kind of things I like to read. Yeah. So, uh, not a lot of it's about real estate. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it's about, you know, personal finance. Uh, I like to read a lot about, uh, retirement oh, and living cool. overseas and some of those kind of things. Right. And so awesome. it's, it's some of those dreams that you think about five, 10 years down the road. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I'll tell you another thing, and it's a shameless plug for a minute. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I, I recently joined a, a BNI group. Okay. So if people don't know what BNI is, it's a business networking international. Mm -hmm. And it's small business people who get together. Love it. And we pass referrals between each other and, and those kind of things. And I was told early on, uh, you know, hey, it's going to take 6 to 12 months as a realtor to get anyone to trust you enough to go buy this huge house. Interesting. Right? Mm -hmm. And two weeks in, I got a referral. And we got the house sold. And since then, it's drummed a bunch of business up that I didn't need, hmm. per se, yeah. right? But but it's it's one of those things where it, it met my interests, right, with, with helping people sure. and, you know, being able to put a little more money in your pocket. And right. so I have been super, super lucky with that. And, I, and more importantly, I've found a lot of great vendors. Hmm. And so... You know, I have a great paint guy. I know two great paint people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that, that person who I gave an opportunity to blew it away. And since then, they've gotten several jobs. You know, it's always good to have a backup electrician, a backup plumber, all those kind of things, because Greg might not be available. Right. But Dave is. 
right? Yeah. And so again, it comes always comes back to taking care of that customer, that client, or that friend, right? I have people who call me five years after I sold them a house, going, "Hey, I remember you said if I ever need anything." There you go. Shameless plug, right? <laughs> yeah. Five years later, they're still calling, going, "I need a plumber. I need a. I need an electrician. I need this, right?" Mm-hmm. And so it's 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 educating yourself, and not just educating yourself, but educating other people mm-hmm. is part of that. And and it's it's weird. There's this philosophy called givers gain, okay. and so. It basically, it, it's if you give, Dr. Ivan Meisner says it, right? Mm-hmm. If you give, you gain, mm-hmm. right? I and so it's, it's about giving and not thinking about how you're going to gain. It just happens naturally, mm-hmm. right? And so that's that's one of those things where, you know, if you read and you look into these kind of things, I'm mm-hmm. not some weird self-help guru sure, or anything, sure, you know, yeah. but, but I think you'll always learn something, right? And so just pick up a book and, and read something if someone mm-hmm. recommends it, you know? Right. There's great books out there. There's a book out there called uh, Wooden on Leadership. That's okay. about the basketball coach for UCLA who won like, I don't know, 10, 12 championships in a row. Wow. Right? And the, the thing was, you're like a, a basketball coach talking about leadership. Mm. But when you read the book, you're just blown away. Love that. Right? And so, you know, know that, that those kind of things can come from any resource. Right? And mm. so that's what I'm saying. Go hit a class. Read a book. You know, go have lunch. I, I, I make it a point of having... Lunch with a uh, a certain blonde in my uh, my office who's sure. very outspoken. We sure. know who she is. We yes. won't name her because she'll she's already going to make fun of me. So uh, she knows who she yeah, is. Yeah, she knows who <laughs> she is. But uh, you know the thing is, you know you you learn from everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And so I've I've sat down with other team leaders and I've talked about, hey, what do you do? How do you do this? How do you do that? And and so you're always, you know, you're collaborating. Mm-hmm. And again, you can collaborate and tell people how you do something. Sure. You know, it's not a trade secret. And guess what? The odds of us ever competing for a buyer or seller is so minimal. And guess what? If I go in and it's you and I competing and you get the person, I know they're in great hands. Sure. Either right? way. Yeah. Either way, they're in great hands. And guess what? Next time, I'm going to crush you. Right? <laughs> but, but, That's right. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go back and refine whatever it is I did wrong. Love you know? Uh, but yeah, it's those kind of things, right? Just just go out there and, and just read a book and, mm-hmm. and do those kind of things. And, and it doesn't always have to be real estate related. Well said. And I love the fact, Dave, that you broke it down for everybody out there, that there's so many different ways to consume the information, but yeah. I, I like the fact that you, networking and, and face-to-face meetings, whether it's coffees or lunches, and, yeah. and getting involved in the community that way, and, and I think that that's so crucially important to get in your zone, to get into your business and learn from different sources, and not just having to be those typical books, and that's what, there's so many ways to learn and grow. Yeah, absolutely. But the big takeaway for me, and hopefully everybody else heard this as well, is you know, the, the, the top producers, the real true professionals are always learning. Just like you said, you're in this class. Oh, I didn't know that. I learned that. That was something new. I added to it. So to me, if you stop learning, you feel, you know, it all, you're in trouble. I, I no one knows it all. Sure. Uh, either that or they're pretending to, and it's just not, a, not a healthy way to go about it because that everything's constantly changing. The consumer's changing, the industry's changing, um, you know, regulations and rules. I mean, it's just one of those things. Life, sure. right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things in a couple of weeks here headed off to San Antonio. Good opportunity to see my nephew lives down there. And at the same time, uh, Remax has an elite retreat down there. Love it. It's like the top 1% of Remax, you know, worldwide. This guy. Well, yeah. shameless plug. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But no, I it's mean, the, literally it's, it's, it's the best of the best. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I went last year, I'm going this year. And the, and the beauty of that is, gosh, these are the people at the top of their game. Love it. And guess what? We all do things differently. Right. We all approach things differently. There's some similarities, right? But what works for Greg doesn't work for Dave. What mm-hmm. works for Dave doesn't work for 
Jill, right? And so there's those kind of things too. And, and it's an opportunity to be in the room with literally, you know, the top 1% of what, 125,000 ish agents oh gosh, in, yeah. in, in our brokerage. The best know? of the best. And so it's, it's a great opportunity to, to, you know, learn from those people. Last year, I remember there was a, a Canadian lady there and she talked about how she just, was hyper focused on mm. this one walkable area okay. where she was from Canada, mm. and in in she went from almost no one knowing her to like one of the biggest names in a year mm. because this website just drove everybody there, Unreal. right? And it wasn't all about real estate; it was sure. about all these other things in the neighborhood. But she became the local expert for that neighborhood. Mm. How cool is that, right? It's awesome. One day you're no one knows who you are, and the next day you're Greg Fowler. Oh, or I was gonna say Dave Sanders. <laughs> right. So, so it's one of those things, right? Where where you can again, you can scale this however you want. You can sure. work this however you want, and anyone can be successful at this as long as they want to work hard, and and maybe go find a niche that no one else has thought about, and they're still there. They are. You know. Wow. I mean, this is this is incredible, Dave. I mean, I'm just uh, my mind is spinning, and hopefully everybody else is getting really charged up on this. Uh, it's just been so full of amazing takeaways, information, really getting to know you deeply too, and feeling his warmth and humor and, and professionalism all the way through this. But I, I want to wrap everything up with a, a final question, okay. and this ends up being the quote or mantra that sums you up as a as a man, as a professional. What's that look like for Dave Sanders? I, I think the answer. Uh, and this is another one I, I had to think about a little okay. bit, Greg. Yeah. I'll be honest. Um, never too early. And and so by it's never too early, I mean it's never too early to start thinking about things, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm five years from retirement, 10 years from retirement, 15 years from retirement, right? But I think about it. Sure. Right? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to grow my team, contract my team, mm-hmm. go out on my own at some point, right? But you can always think about those kind of things. And you, you know, it's never too early to do that. I, I gave this speech not too long ago um, at a, an event I was at, and mm-hmm. I basically stood up, and that was what I said. Hey, it's not too, it's never too early. And everybody kind of went like this. Like, what are <laughs> what you are talking you, about, weirdo? Right? And, and so I, I literally just said, it's never too early to start talking about real estate. Hmm. And I mean that from a perspective of a buyer who's, or a seller, right, who is sitting there going, well, I'm not putting my house up till next summer. Great. Hmm. Let me come and see it now. The reason why is if you've got to do some work to it or you've got to declutter or, you, or there's things you have to do, wouldn't you rather have nine months to do that than know you're leaving in two months and now you got to get your house on the market and there's all these tasks you got to take care of, uh, right? Yeah. Same thing with a buyer, right? Like I, I just sat down last week with a buyer and uh, we talked and it was one of those things where he said, well, you know, I'm not really looking to buy until June of next year. And I looked at him and I said, hey, here's the reality. What are you buying? Well, what do you mean? I'm going to buy a house. Yeah. What are you buying a new bill? Are you buying a pre-existing house? What's your plan? What are you, what are you going to do? Hmm. And he kind of looked at me and he goes, well, why is that important? I said, well, if you're buying a new house, you're probably going to have six to eight months of build time, which means we're going to have to go look pretty soon and, you know, and, and find something. <laughs> yeah. Because if we don't, right, then all of a sudden your lease is going to be up and your house isn't going to be ready. Wow. You know, if you're buying a pre-existing house, it's a, it's typically a much shorter time period, right? So, hey, you know, we can talk about this, but hey, you're a 1099 person, right? You own your own business. Do you know you have to have a couple years as a 1099 employee? Sure. Right? Hey, you might want to start talking to lenders now because they can tell you things you could or couldn't do between now and then to make that happen, you know? And so I had uh, a person in my B&I group not Mm -hmm. too long ago who was a business owner, very successful, has a couple locations. Okay. And she came to me one day after the meeting and said, 
Dave, I can't buy a house. Everybody tells me no. I don't understand. I bought two buildings and stuff, but everybody tells me I can't buy a house because I haven't been doing this for two years. I have, you know, a ton of money. Right. And I want to buy a house. And so I thought about it for a while, and I, I said, hey, I got a couple of lenders I can mm-hmm. send you to. If these guys can't figure it out, it, it's not no doable. <laughs> but if, no if there's a way to do it, these people are going to make it happen. Yeah. One of the lenders made it happen. Wow. They bought a new house up in Flying Horse. Love it. They're ecstatic, hmm. right? And, and it's one of those things where they couldn't wait to tell everybody else. Hmm. You know, hey, I've been trying to buy a house for two years, and then I found the right person to put me in touch with the other right people sure. to get me in a house that everybody said I couldn't buy. Hmm. And those are the kind of things that make this job so much fun. Yeah. Right? And, and it's those challenges, right? There's always a different challenge with different people. Hmm. And I think that's, that's what drives me too is yeah. how do I solve this? Uh, how, do I, how do I make yeah. this work? I, th- I think that's great, Dave, and really just sums you up beautifully in, into my mind. Going through it, and you know, it never being too early. I, I, as I'm having these conversations with you know other top professionals like yourself, and going through that, saying no one's really ever said, or at least to my knowledge, um, I wish I waited a little longer. Everybody sure. who I've spoken to says, I wish I did that five years ago. I wish I started ten years ago. I wish I was in this business X amount earlier. Um, and I agree with you. There's no perfect time. There's no right time. Right. Yeah. No, nothing is ever going to be lined up and ready to roll. There's always risk or fear. Right. But just just go for it. I mean, it's it's never too early. Yeah, and, and, and that's that's exactly it. Not too long ago, I had uh, someone talk to a, a financial advisor friend of mine, and they're like, well, I'm not in a position to do it right now. You know, maybe later. And, he's, and he looked at her and he said, can you afford $25 a month? And she goes, well, yeah, I, I just won't go to Starbucks a couple times. Right? <laughs> and, it, and, twice and he's me. like, we can start you at $25 a month. Right. And, yeah. and the thing is, it's just like compound interest, right? If you, if you put 5,000 bucks away when you're 16, you know, and you don't really ever do anything again, supposedly you'll sure. be a millionaire by the time you're 65 because of compound interest. Hmm. Right. It's the same thing. It goes back to don't be scared. Yeah. Right. Which we talked about mm-hmm. and it's never too early. Wow. So, you know, sometimes it is a leap of faith, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, either you're going to fail miserably and go, I wish I wouldn't have done that, or you're going to succeed beyond your wildest dreams. Wow. This is huge, everybody. Dave, I... I Did you I'm just a... call me huge? No, not you. Oh, I said okay. the information right. is, yeah, yeah. well, you I know, put on some weight. let's have another conversation <laughs> after, after we're cut. But uh, Dave, I just want to thank no. you again. Appreciate it was it, an brother. honor. It was amazing. Um, you are an official real estate titan, my friend. I, I want to I hand you the, the trophy again. If awesome. you guys didn't see right. the uh, story, this yeah. is... What, what the participation? Yeah. This is trophy? the real estate titans participation <laughs> trophy. First ever Apparently issue. Everyone gets one because I'm here. Well, I was so. going to say on episode 127, <laughs> this man receives this trophy. But uh, Dave, this has been amazing, man. Yeah. Amazing no, info. Um, you know, everybody out there, thank you so much as always for your time and attention, your love and support. If you like what we're doing here with Real Estate Titans, don't forget to like our Facebook page, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and have a listen on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. See ya.